0: Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative.
1: We're sponsored by Overcast, an independent podcast app that embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. No exclusives, no premium content, no paywalls, just a great podcast app for everybody. Get it for free in the App Store. Nice! I'm Jen. And
0: I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshiping! And the theme this week is... It's not about you.
1: R- but I like when we are about me. I think you'll be glad to know this isn't about you.
0: Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Oh my God, we're back. I missed you. Oh my God. It feels like I have only lived in this studio in a past dream life.
1: Yeah. Everything you know. is odd today. Yeah. Yeah. This year. Life, yeah, it it's been weird. It's been a weird. It's been a lot weird. It's uh, I mean, it's all good. Obviously, I Not mean, I'm just single. chuckling my way through 2020 so far.
0: I can't keep a smile yeah. off of my face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God, nothing's gonna bring me down.
0: I like, I like, I don't even want to like talk about it. You might be exhausted. You probably are exhausted. I mean, I'm exhausted. But I want to say that it's okay if you're exhausted.
1: Yeah. And you probably are yeah. for one reason or another. I don't know a single person that doesn't also have some personal sadness or personal tragedies going on in their lives. And it's like that plus global tragedy right. equals sad.
0: Yeah. If it, if it helps any, everyone, it is hard and it is new. We as human beings have not been aware on this scale ever before. Yeah. And I'm not saying that things aren't preced- unprecedentedly bad because I definitely think that they are. You yeah, know? we
1: just uh, haven't injected it into our eyeballs as ever in history right. like the way we are right now.
0: Yeah, even one of these things. So like, uh, don't feel too like bad and selfish and shitty being like, oh, this doesn't affect me on a personal level. Like I shouldn't be sad. Like this, like you know, I'm the worst. Don't beat yourself up because you're just an empathetic human being dealing with this. I mean, if something shitty happened in your town. Then you would all be like, oh, this is really sad. This really sucks. Even if it was like, you know, like, like it's just one person having a hard time, you know.
1: Right, right. I so think that's just, what community is.
0: Exactly. A bunch of
1: sad people sad about the same thing.
0: And now we have a global community on a scale that we never did before. Yeah. And we have to just make the choice to use that not to despair more and more and more, but to like, you
1: know, help each other. Right? Right. What else is there? There's no other choice. Don't know but what to, else to there's do. There's no other <laughs> I've looked at all the options. Exactly. I've laid them all out and there are none.
0: Yeah. It's either, you know, don't Keep, care yeah. or care. Yeah. And I can't don't care. I tried that before. It didn't work out. Yeah. I tried to be a disaffected teen and it didn't
1: stick. Aw. It's hard to imagine Trin not caring. Oh.
0: Yeah. Jen, back at you. Yeah. Jen.
1: What else is up?
0: Um, I made a gigantic terrarium today. T- tell me everything. So I went out for coffee with my mother. And uh, we went to Brown Elephant, which is that resale shop yeah. in my neighborhood. And lo, there was a giant vase. Like a giant glass vase for like ten dollars. It was like the size of my torso.
1: Oh wow. That's how big that thing was? Oh yeah. So wow. That's why I was like yeah. I was like,
0: I don't think I can really no, properly. No, you give gotta the scale. take another
1: picture with your hand for scale. Oh, I
0: do, I do have that. Yeah, let me see. I showed Jen this Banana earlier. for scale. <laughs> a Coke can for scale. Yeah, no, it's like large. And I actually don't think that this even does like how big it is. Oh,
1: my God. But it's like it's like this big. That's, that's more than a terrarium. That's a tiny jungle. It
0: is. and I love it. And so here's what happened, though. I, it was actually at Brown Elephant a few days ago because I go every once in a while because I love buying baskets and glass stuff and putting plants on them. Uh, oh, yeah. And then and I saw it and I was like, no, I could never c- climb so high as to build a terrarium that large. But... Little did I know. There to dream. I had it I had it inside of me the whole time. <laughs> so we went to Brown Elephant and I bought it. And my mom's like, this is ridiculous. Put that in the back of my car. It's huge. And I was like, you want to go get some plants? And she's like, bitch, I always want to get some That's plants. That's awesome. And so we went to go get some plants. And my aluminum plant that I got eaten up by Mealybugs um, I. I've, been, I've been mourning it, but I, they, were, they had new aluminum plants in, and that's what I put in there. Fuck yeah. You know, sometimes the world works as it should.
1: There's something really special, too, about working with dirt and plants on a day when it's like 15 degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's always renews me to do something nature-y.
0: Yeah. I made an enormous mess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, too. There's something good about making a mess.
0: I was, uh, and uh, Jenda. did I ever tell you that I do almost all of my gardening during meetings?
1: No. So, oh, that's so, I bet that's really nice to do something with your hands.
0: Yeah. If, if there's no video um, and I'm in a meeting, I'm always watering my plants or I'm crocheting. Otherwise, I'll play video games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: totally. I, uh, if I'm on a phone call, I'm usually watering my plants, just walking back and forth and I'll mute it when I turn on the faucet and then like unmute it.
0: I, speaking of your plants.
1: My plants! I, oh my god, they're, that one plant. What's the name of the plant that's taking over my life?
0: It's a variety of, of Tradescantia. Oh my god, Trin. It's trend. a purple heart plant. It's
1: a picture like Jumanji. <laughs> oh,
0: I think about the plant all the time and it makes me so happy. I can't
1: help but think about it because it's taking over my home. It's really <laughs> it's good. It's doing really well to the point where it's like, this thing is going to need to start paying rent. Speaking
0: of plants in your home, um, how soon do you think... You would have room in your heart and schedule for another plant.
1: <laughs> room in your heart. I always have room in my heart. Room in my schedule, probably. Yeah. Think. Okay. Um, can we? Can it be one that's maybe not so sprawling? Yes. Maybe one that's slightly less uh, annihilation style. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That plant, like, like you could snip off a piece of that plant and put it in water and it'll grow forever. Yeah.
1: It yeah. Just it's amazing. You're. It's a hardy boy. It's.
0: It's a hardy boy. <laughs> Boy. You're a hearty boy. You're going to solve a mystery with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Jen and I, you know, I feel like we're on the same keel of like, we're just getting by. We're getting by.
1: Oh, yeah. Some days I feel like, okay, I'm in I'm in charge of my emotions and my tasks and I'm organized and things are good. Another day, it's like yesterday, it was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Wah. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> There's like... It's like a magic trick of like rabbits coming out of the hat, yeah. but there are problems coming out of yeah. Your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like spinning plates a
1: little bit. Yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. That's how I am. Let's talk about, for a few minutes, maybe a few hours, about Baby Yoda.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, in fairness, I have not so much watched The Mandalorian as I have entered the room when Baby Yoda is on Absolutely.
1: Screen. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I personally love the show, but... You've done the important parts. <laughs> okay, so I saw this headline yesterday that was like, the creators of The Mandalorian actually do have a name for Baby Yoda. They just haven't revealed it yet. So I want to know, I think, Trin, I think you and I should, we should name him. Crumpet. Crumpet. Okay, you say a name, and then I'll say a name, and we'll go back and forth until it's not funny anymore. Uh,
0: I, I'm in. Let's okay. start with Crumpet. Okay, <laughs> Crumpet. Um, Beanbag. Lime LaCroix. Jeff. Kermit. Podcast. <laughs> Mick Griddle.
1: Florida. I can't beat fucking Florida. Uh, You don't have to beat it. Don't beat him. Join him. These are all going to be his middle names. Okay. Uh, Pajamas, but with a Y. That's such a good one. Pajamas. Um, Credit card. Hay bale. (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Tony. Ireland. 85% dark chocolate. (laughs) The 85 bears. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Millennial. Just going down the 85 Uh, route. Uh...
1: Do, do, U.S. Cellular do. Field. <laughs> do 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 do, 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 do by Friday. Do uh, Jessica, Elizabeth, the other Wakefield yeah. twin. <laughs> Wakefield Junebug. Penelope. I'm just I'm taking off my glasses and I okay we're them. just gonna do this for a couple more uh, just hours. Just a couple more hours. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: I just say things in the room. Microphone. Knit hat. gents striped shirt.
1: <laughs> skull.
0: Oh, that's true. I'm wearing a skull and I
1: have Is that a, a mod skull. cloth shirt? It is it's a mod really cloth. It's really cute. Shirt. I saw it on ModCloth the other day and I was like, I should get that.
0: No, I like, yeah, it's been, it's treated me well. It's a slouchy shirt. Yeah. Which I wear with my, so you can hear my sports bra strap. Yeah, yeah. So I like to wear a slouchy shirt because get this, you can wear a sports bra and no one sees the back fat. Yes. No yes. one get no one gets I like to a sl- see it. Yeah, I don't.
1: I like a good some, a shirt with some breathing room. Breathing room. Back fat. <laughs> Submental fat. Submarine back fat. Baby back fat. Sports bra. Jen, where do you buy bras? Oh, man, I don't know. I haven't bought <laughs> I, a bra in so long. I actually long. Uh, asked a group chat yesterday like, "Hey everyone, where would you get your underrous for the, uh, for the uptown Area, uptown, <laughs> uptown, buddies. uptown, and downtown. Because <laughs> I, uh, I need, I need some. And um, for sports bras, I like New Balance products because they kind of they seem to last forever. There's nothing more depressing than putting a sports bra and be like, "This is the sports bra I wore in ninth grade," <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it still fits. <laughs> should we read this? I question? think we should probably get there. That's freaking all great. right. Do you yeah. want to do it?
0: I am. Yeah, I don't have my laptop, so I think you have. To I have to it. do it. You got
1: it. <laughs> First question of 2020.
0: What let's take a moment here and let that
1: sink in. Thank you, Asker, for asking a good question that we chose.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to answer this one. This is is a toughie.
1: Yeah. Hi, Jen and Trin. My friend, Tallahassee, we renamed the friend. Tally. (laughs) Tally. Pronouns, she, her. My friend, Tallahassee, is recently engaged to my fiance's best friend. I have known Tallahassee for about a decade now, but our friendship has never really moved forward, and I still consider her more of an acquaintance. If this was, were any other person, I would have given up on this relationship, but because our fiancés are best friends, we see each other a couple times a month and go on vacations together. I feel like Tallahassee is a very sensitive person, and she gets upset over small things that I say when we hang out. These are things I generally don't even think twice about, but she will let her frustration fester for days or weeks before finally letting me know how I upset her. Because of this, I feel like I'm constantly walking on eggshells around her, and I feel like I can't relax and just have fun. I feel like we are stuck in this loop of trying to be better friends, me getting relaxed, her getting upset, me being in trouble, me walking on eggshells, us trying to clear the air and be better friends again, and so on. Here's an example. She recently got engaged, and I knew she had designed her ring six months prior and was really excited about it. When we saw them to celebrate, I complimented the ring many times, saying it's so beautiful, I love it, it's so shiny. I must have given her like 10 compliments about the ring. Then I said something like, our bands are the same they are both thin, minimalist bands. A few days later, she sent me a text annoyed that I had compared our rings and said that I should have just complimented her ring instead of comparing them. I was super frustrated because I felt like I had complimented her ring a lot, and she lashed onto the one thing I said that was mildly comparing the two. When I tried to explain my intention, I asked her why she was sensitive about the topic, but that made her more upset that I called her sensitive. I'm at a complete loss on how to repair this friendship or move it forward because I don't understand her at all. And when I ask questions to try and understand her better, she gets upset and thinks I'm attacking her. Where this relationship currently sits, it takes much more than it gives and is overall very draining. I would love to find a way to enjoy this relationship since we will likely have close ties to each other for a long time. However, if that's not possible, how do I cut ties with this relationship or create boundaries that won't affect my fiance's relationship with his friend or create awkwardness when we all hang out? Please help. So
0: I think that there are two things that we can say right away. And one is no matter what, you have to cut the word sensitive from your vocabulary when you are talking to and about this person.
1: Absolutely. That's uh, I don't mean I guess I I guess I'm just going to say it's like a trigger word. Like people have a lot of definitions of what sensitive means or being called too sensitive or feeling too sensitive or now all millennials are too sensitive.
0: Right, right. It's a generational thing. And also um, this person is she, her. So uh, it's a women thing as well. Absolutely. I I think when you talk about something that hurts this person's feelings, say the words hurt your feelings or struck a nerve, because struck a nerve is, I think, a more active way of putting sensitive. When you strike a nerve, it's like you hit your hammer in the wrong place. Oops, whoops. But what you're acknowledging is that there was an exposed nerve there. And like, oh, oh, shit, I did hit that. Let me know where the nerve is so I don't do do it again.
1: Exactly. Everyone has personal topics that you should be careful around.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And this person has all of them. All of them. All of of the topics. (laughs) And that's untenable.
0: So let's talk about the example that we have. I do I kind of wish we had more than one example. Yeah, because like, this is, the ring thing is so specific and, ha- and is so loaded. Because when you're talking about a wedding ring, it, it dep- depending on the person that you're talking to and what their sensitivities are, that could be touching on things like their unique creativity of designing that thing. Or um, the money. Maybe they're insecure about class status and money um, and tradition and like doing things correctly. So the example that you gave us is a very good example of how you could go wrong without intending to entirely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And based on this example, you said, I love it. It's so beautiful. But she didn't remember any of the compliments. The only thing she remembered is the thing she didn't like about what you said. I guess what I'm saying is she focused on the one comment that she didn't like.
0: like. And that's the thing. It's like, I would love to know why that upset her. So let's talk about the ring and let's talk about similarities. So you said that she got this ring custom made and then you told her that it looked similar to your ring.
1: Uh, The band. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Then I said something like our bands are the same. They're both thin minimalist bands. So the ring part was custom, but the band part looked a lot like yours.
0: The one valid thing that I could be like, maybe this is what hurt her feelings about it, is like she went through all this time and trouble to get this unique thing made and then you compared it to your ring.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. And I'm certainly not saying that that's valid. Or justified. Or justified. We're just trying to understand a little bit of what what could possibly be going on.
0: Right. Because like a lot of this is all going on behind the scenes in her head, you know, and it could very well be that you're an overcritical asshole. We don't know you very well. (laughs) We don't think that you are. But I think starting from a place of assuming that everybody is reasonable, and then going from there is how I want to tackle this question. Right. Because I can't, it would be, it's hard for me to believe that this person is just so crazy oversensitive. And does she only do this to the asker or does she do this to everybody? Yeah. And do we know that? Did we s- no, didn't say. Because if it's just to the asker and, and if this is the only, if this is the way that she's talking to you, I think that there may be some hidden jealousy and insecurity Based on the fact that like your fiancés are friends or something like that.
1: Yep. I was going to say there's something about these four people that when they mix it up, it doesn't yeah. quite doesn't quite work.
0: I have not regularly go- gone on vacation with anybody in my whole life.
1: Yeah. Vacations together. That's a lot. That's and hanging a lot. out a few times a month is also a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is a lot. And um, you wouldn't be friends or whatever you are now if it weren't for your fiancés. I think that's pretty obvious. And I think maybe you're not meant to be friends.
0: Yeah, I, I think that the problem here is, is like, why the fuck do you guys need to hang out so much?
1: You, you said you're worried about like creating awkwardness or how do I put up boundaries without straining the other relationship? Don't worry about the fiancés, like yeah. your fiancés. They'll, they'll be friends. They're fine. They're yeah. fine. Um, you aren't going to be unkind or mean from now on. But you're going to be neutral. Yeah. And we're going to talk about how to you said this is a pattern like this ring thing was one example of many. It sounds like. Right. So we should talk about how you're going to deal with this from now on.
0: I just I'm really stuck on how often they hang out because even people I truly love, I don't see multiple times a month. Yeah. I don't travel with people that I don't like. And I get that your fiancés are friends, but they have other friends and other family, too.
1: And you don't all have to hang out when they hang out. Yeah,
0: you don't. Like, I, I, I definitely want, I 100% want to talk about how we deal with this person and all this. But I think it's already super unhealthy that these two fiancés are dragging their fiancés with them who don't get along. Like, there's no way that you're the only one in this situation of four people that realizes
1: that this sucks. I totally agree. What does your fiance have to say about it? Right. Like, they must know, like, when you're going through these long text messages back and forth, are they aware? Is he aware of it?
0: Yeah, and he still makes you hang out with his friend's girlfriend, even though you don't get along?
1: Yeah, I mean, you saying, I don't really care for this person or I don't really want to hang out with just the four of us is so reasonable. And
0: why aren't you hanging out with your friends? Yeah, I mean,
1: I think a good first step would be, Hang out, not the four of you anymore. <laughs>
0: right? Like, reassess well, yeah. how much time you are spending on this person who is not related to you in any yeah. way. Not related to your friend, your fiancé. You don't like them. And I don't think your Does your fiancé like the fiancé's, like...
1: Yeah. Fiancé? Yeah, yeah. You can know. be respectful of... You can be respectful of this person and not be their friend. Yes. You can put, I definitely recommend putting up some distance because this is, this can't go on. Yeah. yeah, You can't keep getting into these long back and forths with this person. Like this is, this is not how adult friendships operate.
0: And, you know, especially if it's specifically an issue with you and Tallahassee. Exactly. So (laughs) if it's just you and Tallahassee and Tallahassee is just always like on your grill for the things that you've said, then you just need to stop hanging out. But if it's Tallahassee and everyone else, that's a very different situation. Yeah. That just means that Tallahassee has an issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely, that's definitely seems true. I mean, if you do have to hang out the four of you, make it not the four of you, make it the eight of you. Yes. Bring other people.
0: Get a bigger pizza. Yeah. And just
1: invite more people. Because yeah, I'm, sh- exactly. Because I'm sure when you hang out the four of you, you have to put in a lot of effort to keep the conversation going. To, as you said, walk on eggshells to make sure you're saying the right thing. That's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't need more exhausting things in your life. Yeah. So, um, what if let's explore both potentialities?
0: One, it's Tallahassee and and the asker, and that's it. And then the two is it's it's everyone
1: or a couple people. So sometimes bullies. I'm not saying that this is a bully, but let's pretend for a moment that this person does a little little bullying. That's just a couple sprinkles of people. They get their hooks into a couple types of people.
0: Or is very insecure um, with this specific friend group. Like, yeah. You know? yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Um, so uh, if it's just you and Tallahassee, so you've talked to your fiancé about this. Your fiancé has talked to his friend about this. Everybody agrees that you and Tallahassee, it's, it's the two of you butting heads. There are a few ways, I think, to think about this. One, the thing I'm certain you've already done is W- is look at your behavior and see how you might be contributing to this. Watch the things that you boast about in front of this person, because I, I really think it's an insecurity thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it has to be right. Right. I was trying to think of how if I if I've ever been able to relate to this exact scenario. And um, something that comes to mind is after college or maybe like my senior year of college, my boyfriend at the time, now husband, you know, he went to Northwestern. So all the people we hung out with all went to Northwestern. And right when you graduate and people are like, what are you doing after school? What is this? Where are you going to law school? Are you moving? That always made me feel really insecure because I was surrounded by all these people that went to, quote unquote, the Ivy League of the Midwest. They say that
0: about like so many schools. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and now I don't I don't care. Like, it's fine. Like, it's all equal. It's, it's whatever. But at the time, you know, when I was 22 and trying to find a job desperately, it really would hurt my feelings and get to me. So could it be a situation like that? Are you aware of is there a power dynamic that you've never noticed that maybe this person is hyper aware of?
0: It could even be as simple as um, you're older or you're more established yeah. or you have a house or something like that. Or you love your job. Yeah. Um, I. This is funny. I, I also have a personal example. I had a partner who had friends who were like all like super well off. Parents had money and they had like jobs and blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't that I felt like worse then. It was more like I just felt fucking awkward. And I was on high alert for anybody saying something off to you, me. Yeah,
1: it was a little overwhelming.
0: Right. So it, what it could be is that Tallahassee is on high alert. Tallahassee sees a power dynamic between you two and she's waiting for you to say something shitty to her, you know, which sucks. And like it could very well not be your
1: fault, you know. Yeah.
0: But I, I think that no matter what, if it's just the two of you and it's just the two of you have a problem with one another, it's, it's really spend less time together.
1: Absolutely. I mean, make the interactions you do have just so pleasant. So easy. So skim the surface. Yeah. You're not going to be close friends with this person. You're going to keep them on an, a low information diet.
0: And when you, uh, when you compliment their ring, you'll say, I love it. It's beautiful. That's it.
1: Yeah. Uh, less compliments. Yes. Less apologies. Mm-hmm. Less hanging out. Less talking. Less mm-hmm. interaction. That will make the interactions you do have light and easy.
0: I'm wondering how conversations have gone with Tallahassee in the past. Because uh, I'm thinking even specifically about the ring example. Mm-hmm. I wonder what she would say if you asked her, why does that upset you? I'd like to know because I don't want to hurt you in the future.
1: Well, they did try. So s- the, sort of. Well, but the answer
0: was you compared our two rings and then you would say, well, why does our rings being similar hurt your feelings?
1: Yeah. I asked her why she was sensitive about the topic. But you're right. That's not asking the exact thing. Asking, why are you sensitive about this? I could see that coming off as... Right. Yeah.
0: But saying something like, um, you know, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And I think that both of our rings are lovely. And comparing to them was a compliment. I'm wondering, why are rings being similar hurt your feelings so I can do better in the future? Like, being so fucking specific about it. Because, like, and and maybe she'll say something like, I spent a ton of money and I tried to make, like, a unique ring and you told me. And then you would say something like, I can't read your fucking mind, idiot. (laughs) You definitely don't say that, but, you know, because, like, here's the truth. The truth is we can only exist as a society if we forgive each other occasionally and
1: occasionally
0: do not assume the worst about one another. Oh, my God. That you is know? so
1: right on, Trin.
0: Because, like, in a normal conversation, you would say, oh, look, our bands are similar. And she, and she would say, like, oh, I know. We're, we have such good taste. That's so cool. Right. Oh, that's so neat that we match. Right. Um, but instead, she took it the wrong way she took it as you saying how common her ring is or something like that. But
1: isn't that so unfair? She is assuming that you have the worst of intentions. Do you? Do you? <laughs> you probably don't. We you, don't you, you almost definitely yeah, don't. Yeah.
0: But like... But con- why?
1: Is, it, is she so deeply insecure? Are you so confident around her and she's very shy? Like, what is going on here?
0: So we've kind of discussed what we think will happen if Tallahassee and the Asker... Are the only two people who are bad to each other. Tallahassee's normal with everybody else, okay. And, and in that situation, you just have to kind of remove yourself from Tallahassee as much as you can. And like, and I, I think the asker wants us to give her practical advice of like, how do I
1: deal with this person? Blah, blah blah blah. But you don't. Yeah, you don't. Where do you? How could you possibly untangle what's going on to get to a successful answer? Because I mean. You said this is a pattern. Yeah, I mean, and you're not going to be the one that breaks this pattern for her. No, you're not going to be the one that makes her wake up and go, "Oh, maybe I am. I'm secure, and I'm acting out in a certain way, or or maybe I'm letting things get to me, and they really shouldn't, or maybe I should um uh, uh, try to put myself in someone else's shoes." I don't think you're going to be able to educate this person yeah. <laughs> to open their eyes a little bit.
0: So if it's Tallahassee and everyone, yeah. So. If that's the case, if if Tallahassee hears like talks to a person and then two weeks later we'll have some beef with them and text them about it, and it's a recurring thing, it's chronic. That would mean that she gets something positive out of this interaction. Yes. Whether it's your compassion over her feeling hurt,
1: over um, or she she needs and craves the attention, which I know sounds so like. People, another sensitive word is the word attention. Mm -hmm. Oh, she just wants attention. They're doing it for attention. attention. Uh, Why does anyone do anything? It's because humans need to interact with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we have movie stars or Twitter or email or letters? Uh, It's because humans give each other attention. She's just being a movie star for attention. Yeah. She's just getting attention. Well, uh, yeah. And there might be like a really traumatic or sad reason why she has to does, does this with people.
0: Right. And it doesn't. But that doesn't mean it's something that you have to deal
1: with. Oh, exactly. That's definitely the headline here is this is not something that you should deal with.
0: And I feel like it's so here's something Maybe you'll disagree with me, Jen. I'm going to say it. Yeah. In the first situation, if it's just her in, in Tallahassee. Yeah. Get rid of just get spend as little time with that person as possible. But if it's Tallahassee and everyone, I feel like you can so much more easily be just a leaf on the river because at that point, you know, it's not you. And then not only is it not what you're doing, but there's nothing you can do to make her feel better.
1: Man, that is a really I think I agree with that trend, because doesn't it depersonalize it a little bit? Yes. It's not you. It's actually not you. If It's even the first scenario either.
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree. I don't
1: think no, we're not put, placing blame or saying this is your fault. But, but, but you, it'd
0: in Tallahassee's mind, it is her.
1: Ex- yeah, right. exactly. But in this situation, it's not. Yeah, it's kind of like that quote that's like, if you smell shit all day, all day long, you should check your own shoes. Like, yeah, I, think it's, I shoes. think it's kind of, if they have this kind of pattern with a lot of people, we should talk about how to handle those confrontations. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to
0: improv those. Yeah. I would love to talk oh, yeah. to Tallahassee. Holy oh, shit. Oh, boy.
1: Okay. Do you want me to try?
0: Oh, my God. Would I ever...
1: Okay, so I'm going to be Tallahassee, and my character direction, character motivation... Do
0: we we want to do the ring thing, or do we want to do a different thing? Let's do a different thing. How about I brought over avocado dip with cilantro in it, and I didn't know that you taste cilantro soap?
1: Whoa, whoa. I mean, you could have... I, that's called ahead that's, yeah i mean that's kind of um heavy a heavy topic but um i'll see what i can do <laughs> um i uh can i talk to you privately oh tally yeah sure what's up um so i noticed you brought the dip
0: i did yeah
1: yeah it's like it's my dad's recipe he loves it well i can't eat it
0: oh i'm so sorry to hear that um is are you allergic to anything in it or it's, i'll know in the it's future it's got
1: cilantro in it i know you've heard that some people can't eat cilantro because it t- makes them taste like soap and that's me. And I know we've talked about this before.
0: I brought something that I like. And I, I know that you're vegetarian and it's also vegetarian. But I honestly, the cilantro thing slipped my mind. Next time I'll do better. I'll bring something without cilantro in it.
1: Uh, that would be good. Um, I just, it's just like this happens a lot. And I feel like it's pretty thoughtless of you to bring something that I can't eat when it's supposed to be for everyone.
0: This is the first time I brought something over with cilantro in it.
1: Um, but you didn't ask if that was OK. <laughs>
0: Did you want me to call ahead and ask you?
1: I just think if you're going to be a guest at someone's house and bringing food, you should probably call and and make a plan. So next
0: time that you have me over, what we'll do is let's have a call beforehand and we'll talk about what food I'll bring over and what food you'll provide. And then we can uh, link up.
1: Yeah, that seems fine. Uh, It seems like a lot of work uh, on my part, but because I'm already hosting.
0: I mean, we could also just not do that. And uh, I'll bring something that's vegetarian and cilantro free. Fine. <laughs> it sounds like we've got a good plan for how to deal with this in the future. <laughs> Goodbye, Tallahassee. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> Trin. you kept it so calm and level-headed, which I think is the only move here, because um, and it's not fair. Like, you, you shouldn't have to be the calm, level-headed adult in the room when someone is being ridiculous.
0: You just have to state facts.
1: Yeah, state facts. That's, yeah, repeat the fact, repeat your thesis over and over again if you have to. And another thing you said Trent when we were we were talking about this episode beforehand you said one thing that you think the asker should do is keep the conf- confrontations as unsatisfying as possible.
0: Yes. One thing I wanted to make sure that I did in our conversation was not to profusely say, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. It'll never happen again. Oh, I'm going to go write that down in my bullet journal. Oh, my God. Are you
1: starving? Should I order you food? Let me order you food. Yeah. No, because no, no, she, no, no, no,
0: She feeds off yeah. of that. That's <laughs>
1: like what gives her. It's like Tinkerbell. You know, you have to clap, clap to keep, to keep t- me alive. Yeah, that's that's what you're doing. Yeah. Every time you um give her a big, or a big response or or a huge apology, pretend you're giving her $25. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and then be like, whoa, I need to stop giving you, I just gave you $100. Like you you need to get in your head that this will only continue if you let it.
0: Yeah, and like also please don't beat yourself up for saying I'm sorry or something like that. I think part of this could also be prolonged by um, women's tendency to apologize and over-apologize for things. Like, yo, if you can't control that instinct, like it's not your fault and it's okay. Just try and keep things as as short and cut and dry as possible. Oh, I didn't know that. Or, oh shit, sorry. Or,
1: oh, that was a mistake. And then that's it. Yeah. Even if it nags you and you want to keep going, pretend it's a coworker. Pretend mm-hmm. it would be literally awkward for the rest of the office if you kept digging in. Like, oh, okay, sure, 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 sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I know that's going to be hard, especially if you have the tendency, I've talked about this on the show before, because the, the tendency, the impulse to smooth things over. Yes. It's not your job to smooth things over. What I don't are, think you can. You can't. It's an impossible task. The mm-hmm. second you start thinking you can sm- just, oh, if I just say the right thing, she'll feel better. Mission accomplished on her part, because then you're in, you know, like, I feel like we're giving you a lot of advice of how to act, but um, there's really no imperfect way to do this because you shouldn't have to be perfect about this. I agree. Yeah. It sucks that our advice is all directed toward how, what you need to do to get away from this person, when really what I want to tell this person is do a lot of self-reflection, talk less, something's going on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I just don't think that you can make a tally feel better through something that you do or that you say or you don't do or don't say. And what I what I would hope for you in the future is stop acting like you're walking on eggshells because it's very clear that something's going to break no matter where you step. Yeah. So dance.
1: Dance. (laughs) Dance, baby.
0: Yeah. Like like have a nice time. Have a chill time. Treat her like another person. What you're doing is what is correct. You learned that you mess up and, and she takes it and then it goes into this direction. And you are you are doing things logically. I want you to do the opposite of logic, which is do not take her feedback whatsoever, because w- one thing that we say is people do things over and over again and repeatedly when they don't think much of it. Yeah. So uh, like people who ask for you for for rides or money or whatever, like they, they don't think much of a no. They don't think of much of asking. It's, it's a non-issue. I think that that is true for Tallahassee in this. I think that she thinks it's not a big deal when she confronts you. Everybody does
1: this. I mean, I,
0: again, I could be totally,
1: totally No, wrong, but I know but, what you mean. The, yeah. she, she thinks it's normal. Right. But it's abnormal. It's right. abnormal to confront this person this many times over small incidents. Yeah. And you are not, 2020 resolution, you are not soliciting feedback from Tally anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you are not. That is not a person you are accepting letters of feedback from right now or uh, maybe ever again.
0: Can you imagine being a person who has a, an emotional confrontation with their fiancé's friend's fiancé multiple times a month.
1: That, that, is, that is so exhausting. Yeah. I mean, that's just too much. It's kind of like why, hmm, I don't know how I want to phrase this. I feel like I have so little, um, I, I want to say so little patience for that, but that's not quite true because I do have patience for my friends when we have stuff to work out. But I don't have a big circle of people who ask a lot of me in this way. We are always pro communication and pro talking to your friends when they hurt you, and it's certainly with the right people, but that is not what this is and what I think what we need to encourage you to do is to remove the word friend the label of friend from this person
0: oh my god yeah 100
1: percent. it's never going to be a friendship never going to be a friendship you're not acting like friends she's trying you're kind of becoming enemies yeah yeah so take them person that person off the front potential friendship bench and put them way in the back of the room and be like oh that's a distant that's my uh that's my fiance's best friend's fiance that's all that's what they are
0: yeah They're just they are background dressing for the hanging out that you do with your fiancé and his best friend. And my God, I know we said this a lot in the beginning, but like, really, how often do you guys need to hang out?
1: Yeah. I mean, after you have one of these confrontations... And your your fiance is like, yeah, and we're going to see them for pizza this weekend. Like, if that were me, I'd be like, fuck, no, I'm not going to that. I'm not dealing with this. I really think we need to talk about the fact that your fiance
0: is continually having you hang out with two people, half of whom don't like you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you both in this? Maybe you're both on the same page and you're both in agreement. And he's 100 percent on your side and you just didn't put him in here because you don't like it just wasn't a relevant detail. But um, I hope it is the case. I hope you're like a unified front on this because someone treating you badly is, is news to the family. Right. Yeah. That's that's relevant information. That's not something you need to quietly deal with on your own.
0: Man. And it's like I. Oh, man. I now I feel like I'm putting so much into this because like I'm like I'm like giving her re- relationship drama on top of this. <laughs> Right, but like it feels to me like your fiance is choosing his friend over you when he's forcing you to hang out with him and his friend. Yeah, and and his friend's horrible partner. Yeah,
1: and I hope your response to that is, oh my god, no! I just totally mischaracterized. Totally, totally, totally. Which yeah, that happens on the internet. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We Uh, only have what we have in front of us. Yeah, yeah,
1: totally. And we could be totally wrong. It's just that we put a lot of responsibility on you, and a lot of we gave you a lot of stuff to do. And I don't want to ignore the fact that there are other people at play here that yeah. could maybe step up a little it should yeah
0: yeah man if <laughs> what if both her, her, they ask your fiance and his best friend are like oh that's just the way she is Boo.
1: Boo. we don't accept that
0: yeah it's like well if that's just the way she is then like okay then uh, also what are you doing on vacation together
1: yeah no more of that i need to talk about this more can Jen? you imagine a vacation is where you're supposed to relax when you have this person with you? I just, oh, I would never be able to close my eyes for a second.
0: Multiple, here's the other thing that's blowing my mind. Like, I know I kind of touched the, on this in the beginning, but multiple vacations, hanging out multiple times a month. Like, do you live in the same building? Like, what's yeah. happening here? Yeah, nothing, like,
1: nothing horrifies Trin and I more than multiple hangouts.
0: <laughs> well, nothing horrifies me more than you joining your life. Okay, So it feels like this asker is joining her life with this fiance, and this fiance is not really giving any ground. Oh my god, again, we could be totally off and I'm just using my like ba- past history to think about this, but it's just kind of like your fiance is marrying you and making you hang out with his best friend all the time and his horrible partner. Yeah. This sounds like a nightmare.
1: Is you and you said it's his best friend, not our best friend. Yeah. My it's my his. partner and I have a lot of the same best friends. And that is not what you said. No. The, the, that's a you friend. That's a that's a that's a friend that belongs to your fiance that does not belong to you.
0: I just feel like, and I'm just gonna say it. I think that Tallahassee's like overbearing nature or whatever is actually the smallest component of this.
1: Oh my God, you think they buried the lead? Oh, I think you're totally right. It happens
0: all the time. And and again, ask her. Please write us back because I want to know if this if I'm if I'm on to something here. But like, it seems rotten at the core that you can't choose who to hang out with. Again, I. Maybe it's because we're such introverts, you know, you and I, there are people who extrovert who hang out with people they don't even like because that's how they live.
1: Well, I see my group of friends probably every weekend. And I think that would be, that seems like a lot for an introvert.
0: So you see your friends every weekend, but they're your friends. A
1: hundred percent. Yes, exactly. This is not her friends. A group friendship. Yes. Yes. Yes, That's exactly it. Why are you always hanging out with his friends? We're your friends. Go or eat where, potato uh, chips in your yeah. room. Man, you might be really onto something here, Trent, and I hope you're wrong.
0: <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, too. I, oh, so this is what I hope. Yeah. What I hope is that Tallahassee is just jealous and the asker will say, I, I do want to do better. Uh, if you can tell me something concrete. And then Tallahassee will say, you know, I can't think of it. It's just that I'm insecure and then it's solved. That's yeah. what I hope. Yeah. But here's what I think it is. I think that this asker is in this relationship with a dude who has a significant bromance and he's putting this significant bromance. He's, babe, babe, he's been with my friend for like 15 years. Babe, babe, yeah. we were in the same frat. Babe, <laughs> oh, oh, babe, I'm going to hang out with him whenever I want. Babe, if you want to get us some beers, could you do that, babe? Like, that's what I'm picturing this. And then you and this, this person, you're like going on these hiking tricks, trips in Costa Rica with your fiancés. And she's like, Oh my God. Like, you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I can't believe you've been on vacation with this person. Oh.
0: I can count on two fingers
1: friends that I've been on vacations with. <laughs> friends I've been on vacations with. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Multiple. And I liked them. And I made the choice to hang out with them. Oh, man. man. Okay, here's what it is, though. You need some more agency in this entire social.
0: Jen, you cracked it. Yes.
1: Like, that's what it is. She
0: sounds like she has no choice. Yeah.
1: How do I cut ties? How do I create boundaries? How do I not create awkwardness? Those are all things you asked us. I don't think this job is yours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it is because you're not the friendship glue. Your fiance is. Yeah, your fiancé
0: needs—if your fiancé needs you to hang out with his best friend and his best friend's partner, then he needs to make this okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, what has he done to make this easier on you? What has he done to make this easier on you?
0: Or And again, it could be totally wrong. Maybe you think the, the bro best friend is wonderful and yeah. you would hang out with him one-on-one with or without your fiancé.
1: And to be clear, your fiancé could be fucking awesome and oh, generous yeah. and kind and lovely. And
0: be making this fuck up. And
1: be making this fuck up. I mean, that's— that's what, like, relationships are. That's what marriage is. Like, yeah. you're going to let, you're going to be like, they, they might, it might never have occurred to him that, like, he could help you with this. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably not, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, like but men really understand that their role in something.
0: <laughs> so, in conclusion, if it's just between you and Tallahassee, I think you just need to make some space between the two of you. Wait it out. Maybe there's, maybe she's got some thorn in her pod that she doesn't understand. If it's Tallahassee and the whole Tallahassee versus the world, (laughs) (laughs) one one thing that you could do to make this easier on yourself is to take her emotions as seriously as you should, which is not very seriously. Because if you're constantly stepping all over her feelings uh, in ways that are not obvious, that means that she has a lot of triggers. And you need to either ask her for her specific triggers so you don't do it again, or you just have to say, sorry, whoops, bye, oh shit. Uh
1: Uh, Oh, I made a mistake, sorry. Right. End of sentence.
0: And then the last bit of this is like, oh boy, let's talk to this fiancé and reconsider how much time you are spending with this couple that you dislike.
1: Where are the redeeming qualities? The only reason that you want to repair this whole thing is because it would make your fiancé's life easier, which that's a wonderful instinct to have for a partner. But is it worth it? Because it's this is exhausting.
0: Jen, that was so good. The only person who wins in this situation, if you solve it, is your fiance. Yeah. You don't win by having good boundaries and a good like rapport with this woman. You don't like her. So yeah. stop trying to be friends <laughs> yeah. with
1: her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't ask your, fian- your fiance to make friends with someone they didn't like. Yeah. That, w- that, doesn't, that, doesn't, make s- that doesn't make sense. I, I need to know more. Yeah. And um, again, I know we, we gave you, oof. Yeah. We gave you a lot to think about. Yeah. Oh, think about it. Yeah. Oh, uh, we, we, dropped, we dropped some potential truth bombs on you. Some we, we dropped our heavy opinions on you, is what we did. Or and, maybe
0: nothing we said was relevant.
1: Yeah. Which <laughs> is always a strong possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. This has been Jen and Trin on Friendshipping. We're very smart. Yeah.
1: We're so smart.
0: <laughs> Email us your questions at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can at do friendship at, tr- at tr- I almost said at gen and tonic, Aww, uh, which is cute. cute. At do friendship at Trin and tonic at gen dangerous. If you would like to, that's it. Yeah, that's everything.
1: <laughs> if you'd like to bother us on the internet, you'll okay. find, you'll find, you'll find it. You'll find a way to do it. You'll find a way.
0: Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing our design work. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing. Thank you to Alex Cox, our podfather and audio daddy. Thank you to Monica Verma, our agent. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Your
1: friendship the problem. I'm trying to think about things that are green. Yeah, take your time. Oh, green. Oh, oh yeah.
0: And then, Ian, c- cut this up so it sounds like we're coming up with them right yeah, away. Yeah, make it
1: sound really good. Like,
0: we're so good like, at improv. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll put this at the end of the episode so everyone knows but, that yep, we're not. Yep. <laughs>